an Inside Dirt Network podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the OzX Open Castro Oils Pit Show. Coming to you on the Inside Dirt Network. Joe Stevens here with Andy Dinico and AD. We made it. We're at OzX. We're at Marvel Stadium. The last round. What an event. Hey? We're at the big leagues right now. I know. Look at this place. Pit party's going off. Unbelievable. We are at the, uh, obviously, the Castro Oils tent. Yeah. And boy, do we got a show for you guys today. Just got to give a massive shout out to the guys at Castro Oils for making this one happen before we go any further. But we have got Rick Kelly. Coming up. VA supercar driver for the Castro Racing Team. Yeah. He's going to be up in just a minute as our first guest. I've also got Cam Waters from the Monster Energy uh, VA Team. Damn. So, Cam, we've got a couple of the VA guys coming on, which this is what's cool about these events. There's so much crossover where it brings out, you know, not just your motorsports guys from our disciplines. We've got AFL guys in the celebrity race. Yeah, we do. There's, um, you know, we've got, like, commentators from the VA. There's a yep. lot of mainstream TV. Yep. Just walking around this morning, like, I've seen quote-unquote like celebrities where I'm like oh I know, I know that's crazy like, it's, it's cool. even on TV and they're, they're here they are so uh, like we said this is the OzX Open Castro Oils Pit Show coming to you on the Inside Dirt Network make sure you guys check out the Power One Racing Ranger Oil that Castro have on the market right now and that range of oil for your power sports needs whether it's dirt bikes yeah. road bikes anything in between yep. is available um, at, uh, at AMX Superstores and uh, you can sign up today courtesy to the guys of uh, Castro for the VIP club at uh, AMX, and you'll get a go in the draw for a five hundred dollars shopping spree courtesy of Castro. How good so. is that? Five hundred bucks. How good is that? I tell you what. But um, right, AD, let's get into it. Marvel Stadium, like we said, we got Rick Kelly coming up in just a minute. I'm excited to talk to him. I'm excited to talk to Cam yeah. Waters. We're going to get Ricky Latimer on as well at some point. Ricky is. Um, from the Latimer Brothers racing team. They got a big uh, investment with the uh, Castro Oils guys yeah. for the MX Nationals and the Australian Supercross. So they kind of have a, a really cool little privateer family team that's been running for a long time. And Ricky's been on the circuit for a lot of years. Yeah. And they got a lot of go good riders going up in Brisbane riding with them as well. Yeah, they do. They got so a good setup. Be, uh, um, the Latimer Farm, about. right? That's yep. where Brayton and Osby and those guys exactly have been that. Yeah, yeah. Training. So a lot of fast guys riding with those guys. So it'll be uh, pretty cool to get an insight on what you know their program is and what they're up to. You know, it will for sure. So hey, you guys. Obviously, we're going out uh, over the loudspeakers right now, but we've got the podcast recorded in the background, so that's going to be going out during the week. So for you guys that are here at the venue right now, uh, make sure you come see the uh, lovely cash roll girls in front of us. You can get yourself some photos with them, grab some giveaways, and uh, you can sit on, on this number 35 Ricky Latimer's bike right here and get some photos also, I believe. Um, and he, he's actually riding this bike. Yeah, that, that's today. Got, that's Ozex, uh, That's Marvel Stadium. Well, that's I guess it's not Marvel Stadium. Dirt, <laughs> <laughs> but it's the dirt that they they bought in. Yep. Which all right, let's talk about it real quick, AD, because we're going to have Ricky coming out in a minute. But yep. um, sorry, uh, how about this Marvel Stadium, mate? I'm blown away. It's, uh, this is this is huge for Melbourne, and it's huge for the Australian Supercross. Let me tell you that it is. It's going to be a massive day. It really it? is. I. I I played the whole cool guy moto thing um, with not knowing exactly how it would go as far as I'm like, oh, I've been to supercrosses in America. Like, yeah, you yeah, know, well, I've, been all, gonna... I've been to events my whole yeah. life. Like, how, how big can it be? But when I got here, I was like, my goodness, this is... Um, Insane. This is... I got really excited and almost... Sound like a, not emotional. I don't know what the word was. I was you got just butterflies, like, man. You I, was just I stood on that stadium floor this morning by myself. Almost there was holding one around. I got here really early, and I was just like, yeah. "Wow, like Australian Supercross, like we made it." Almost, we, uh, you know? we, we've made it. We made it, yeah, baby. This is it. <laughs> I mean, thirty-five thousand people are going to be here to watch some of the best Australian and American Supercross races in the world. I mean, when have we ever had this? You know, it's uh, it's pretty impressive. I, I'm I'm really stoked, and uh, everyone should be really stoked. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things, isn't it, where, you know, there's so much hard work goes on behind the scenes. We've been hearing about this event um, for, the, for the whole of 2019, yeah. but this has been in the works, I believe, for a nearly two-year period to yeah. make this happen. You know, we bought the OzX Open down from Sydney. Now it's at Marvel Stadium. And, uh, man, I think this, by the look of it, like I heard a, a lot of good things about ticket sales. I think we're looking at, at upwards of close to 40,000. Wow, um, that's insane. Around there, like high 30s, 40s, whatever it ended up being, yeah. is what I've been hearing. And I tell you what, that is a lot of people at any it sporting is. event. Yeah. But you put that into a, a Supercross stadium like Marvel, yep. or a, a sports stadium like Marvel, like but this. with Supercross going on, that is some next level stuff right there. I mean, there. you've gone from um, Sydney, which was a great event, I think, and, and a smaller stadium where, you know, there was, what, four lanes, to now you're at Marvel Stadium, and it's a full-blown Supercross track. 
and this is like I said I mean you've lived in the States for a long time I lived yep. over there for many years also and you know you go to Atlanta you go to the Georgia Dome you go to these yep. big massive Huge. venues like and I mean look they have 70,000 people but they also have the population of America oh absolutely but the floor size like it's like a um, the Indianapolis uh, whatever that dome's called yeah um, you yep. know the Atlanta uh, Georgia Dome like Georgia, all those yep. and the roof is on here at Marvel Stadium today it's that whole same vibe and it's, uh, uh, no, it's, it's, awesome. it's really cool so hats off to the guys at AME management for putting on such a cool event absolutely and yeah, they uh, worked very hard for this event and uh, they should be super proud of what they've uh, accomplished I think you know? I mean look, there's Ricky Carmichael over there just walking by just walking you by you know RC's yeah. going to do his thing Josh Hill we had Josh on the show on the Thursday when we were at um, the AMX store in Epping doing the live show yeah. we've been getting around a little bit Andy. I know I know but um, come up, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Something like that, right? Uh, but uh, I tell you what, before we get too into the formalities of it, mm -hmm. um, I think maybe it might be time to get uh, Mr. Rick Kelly up here. And, Let's do uh, it. Yeah. Yeah. We're just going to get Rick up here and um, get him set up with a headset. All right. All right. Rick Kelly from uh, Castrol Racing and the VA Supercars, mate. Uh, how are you? Pleasure to meet you. And how are you doing? Yeah, good. It's pretty cool to come along here and see something a little, little bit different for me. A few, few less wheels than what I'm, what I'm used to. I can't <laughs> yeah. believe the crowd here already. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. So I guess let's start there, Rick, because obviously for yourself, um, you come from you know the world of V8s, where I'd say as far as the motorsports world in Australia goes, that's the pinnacle. I would say, and uh, you know you guys have it good. You got great, you know you got great media, great coverage, and and, and great a great series with great prestige that runs for a long time and fantastic crowd following and it's a cultural thing right we're yeah. trying to grow that with australian supercross you know obviously guys like castro getting involved is a big help um mm -hmm. but what, what do you think of this event like, like you said compared to v8 it's like how's the vibe it's pretty it's pretty impressive i haven't actually been to one before i think the last one or two have been in in city and, and wasn't able to get to it but it's pretty impressive yeah like you say we're very lucky with supercars because we've got that following that has um has been there for a lot of a lot of time like if we tried to start right now and build it. I don't think uh, it would be as successful as what we've uh, what we've certainly got, um, and, and and so in today's era, I think it's very hard to build a sport. But you see here what what um, the guys have done and, and got behind it is pretty impressive. Very I couldn't impressive. believe it when I walked up here to the Castrol stand. How many people I've had to hustle through to get here? <laughs> yeah. the, the gates at a supercar event aren't like this. I can tell you. So I think there's um, a lot to be said for the work that they've done, and obviously the entertainment that's provided to, to get the people in. And supercars has got a, a challenging area era to get through right now where um, downforce has increased and um, the grip increases and that becomes very very hard to pass and so um, we've got a big job to try and fix that to keep the people coming th through the gate to provide provide that entertainment so um, yeah I think we, we need to have a good look at what's going on tonight to try and match it. <laughs> yeah well I think yeah. you look at um, you know the AME management guys they, they have a, a foot in the door they have some things going on with the V8 Supercar series with the V8 Life TV series and, and different things and I think they've taken a lot of the, the things you guys do well and they've brought that over to Australian Supercross. Yeah. Um, I do believe the head of their board now, I, I believe, is it Tony Cochran, I believe? that. Yeah, yeah. and then he's the guy that was largely responsible for building supercars into what it, what it was yeah. and what it, and the following that we've got now. So yeah, they, those guys get it, there's no doubt about that. They get what people are after from an entertainment point of view and they've done a great job of incorporating the best of everything into the event that you've got here. I, I, I literally can't believe the amount of people that are here. Yeah. I mean, the event, I think, from what I've seen on the schedule, is not till later tonight and there's people everywhere. Yeah, and the, look, the, the Supercross fans, the motocross fans in Australia, they're, they're, they're hungry for events like this you know of international scale and you know we're a little island down in the middle of nowhere so getting the the best guys in the world to come out like uh i guess for us it's like the f1 gp of the year or whatever you want to call it right but um yeah it's, it's pretty really cool. cool and it's been really cool to see um on social media how they've built their facility as well i think it took them only like two days to go from a and over where you'd play football on to <laughs> having yeah. motocross bikes in the Marvel Stadium. That's, that's pretty cool. And that's something that they've got on their side. It's not easy to build an event and a, a facility like what they've got in there for tonight, but it's slightly easier than what we've got to do to build a, a street circuit. When we turn up to the Grand Prix here or Gold Coast for the endurance race or whatever, we start building that a, a month or two out with the pit building facilities we require, all the concrete barriers and 
the surface we don't have to play with much like what they do in, in inside here to deliver the dirt because we've got the, the roads but everything else around it is is considerable and the cost is pretty high but um, nevertheless it's um, it's still a lot of work to build a super yeah, cross track on, on some grass and it's been really cool to watch that happen on time lapses and on you know the behind the scenes stuff that AME have put out about it for sure the logistical work it takes to pull these events off is next level I don't think a lot of people understand and um, but I tell you what like I've been to a couple V8 events and one of those that I went to was a street race uh, man and and you want to talk about I mean so this is your first supercross in person no, 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 second you said you went to Sydney oh uh, no I didn't go to Sydney yeah. um, I, I haven't <coughs> been to the AusX Open I okay. think, but I've been to a fair few um, yeah. many years ago yeah it's I was going to say like as far as in this arena confines it's really going to get your heart going when the gate drops when you see it today or tonight sorry yeah, but cool. I was going to say when I, the V8 events that I've been to man them cars and that street environment when it's echoing off the walls and the buildings like that that's next level and I think uh, yeah hats off to you guys because Obviously, you've, you've got a little bit of a moto background, right? Like you've ridden yeah. when you were a kid and stuff. Yeah, still still ride now. Not, not yeah. quite as much as I'd like. I've got, I've it's in the contract, right? Like can't be hitting well, triples. Well, luckily, we, we, we own our own team, so I don't have a contract yeah, as yeah, such. But right. certainly when I drove for others, there's a whole list of things that you couldn't do, from everything from water skiing to kickboxing, and obviously motor, motor, motorbike riding was the top of that list. But yeah, I've ridden more bikes than I have probably cars, to be honest. We grew up in Mildura, northwest Victoria, and um, yep. we did a little bit of go-karting and a lot of... Um, uh, dirt track racing um, down that way, yeah. um, uh, and, and Northwest Motorbike Club. I don't know if that, that's familiar to too many people. These no, days. I've been up there uh, quite. A, I, I'm heavily involved with the, the junior motocross scene, and yeah, we're up right. there most years for state races. So yeah, there so you go. That's, that's where we um, we did a fair bit of riding. Um, to the point where I used to race um, on the dirt track with the, the dog leg in the middle. Um, uh, Dad had to hold me up there, and I didn't have the legs long enough to reach a ground on the on the bike I started <laughs> yeah, yeah. with. Dad had to hold me up and yep. get peppered with uh, rocks the roots, as I, yes, as I, yeah, as I as took off. But yeah, I've actually had a good relationship with Honda motorbikes now for. Uh, uh, I think it's 15 years, yep. so it um, shows, I guess, the, the interest that we have um, not only in, in the four-wheel scene, but probably more so in the motorbikes. Um, back at the station that we, we've got in Mildura is where I keep all the gear, and over Christmas, obviously, it gets pretty hot up there, but in the mornings, you try and get up early and jump on the bike, but fitness levels, I think, are, are very different from what you guys require to what we do. The, the tough thing with us is the temperature inside the car, so... Um, you know, at a hot event, it'll be up around 55 degrees. Wow. Newcastle last week was 45 to 50 degrees inside the car because it wasn't as hot as what we'd expected. But nevertheless, that's what gets tiring. So yeah. we do about deal with about two hours in there. And you guys will know for when you go for a run, your heart rate's around maybe 160 to 180 when you're out going for a jog around the streets. Uh, in the race car, it's around 170 to 190 for the entire time. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's so tough, you guys are still yeah you're you're getting towards that anaerobic heart rate. Even yeah. stationary. I would say stationary, yeah. but it's um, yeah. People don't realise that um, the physical element of it inside the car. Yeah. You sit on your backside, and it's all pretty easy. Yeah, yeah. It's, I would say it's not as intense as the, the Supercross stuff, um, but obviously the races are longer, and it's um, it, it gets tough to get to the end through the temperature inside the car. But we're pulling with a gear lever about 20 kilograms every time, and you're still putting more than your body weight through the brake pedal about eight times a lap. So it, it does um, it does get quite taxing after a while. Yeah, so and that I think. Um, I think for you guys from a I think Supercross from a concentration point of view and V8s I, I think Supercross a lot happens probably a little quicker but it's a shorter duration race you guys have to hit your marks but the difference is we're not going over you know 200k an hour or whatever it is yeah like it's, it's probably slightly safer we um you know, if we if we get injured in a supercar, you're going to get injured really properly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sure. <laughs> Whereas you guys, I guess you you got in, you're battling injuries your whole way through your career. So we're quite lucky there. We've got the as you'll see from the supercar next to us here. We've got a, a nice big roll cage around us, and uh, you know I've had a fair few decent crashes in my time, and Touchwood never never had a, a significant injury. So we're quite lucky with that. But um, I think Gold Coast for us two rounds ago showed how had dangerous it is the two two of the top guys in our sport wrote their cars off and were spectators you know at, yeah, at that, one point through the weekend that so. highlight reel I saw from that event was next level yeah, it didn't yeah, uh, yeah and it shows that if you want to be out the front then that's the risk you have to take now whereas you know you, you used to be able to get by with putting put it on, on the edge but not over whereas you, you you have to be prepared these days to not bring the car back to be right out the front so 
old blokes like me need to pull my finger out. <laughs> so it's uh, it's uh, it's your off season at the moment, so you have time to go to events like this, and and um, you're obviously you were racing the Nissan Ultima last year, and you're yep. moving to to Ford, so you've obviously yep. got a bit going. And what's what's your off season kind of look like? Uh, well, for me at the moment, it's actually a really busy one. Um, that, like you mentioned, we are changing from one manufacturer to another. That's a huge uh, workload for the entire team. We've got to design an engine again from scratch and yep. get it built up in that time frame, which is really not ideal. So there's a lot of people that work in the design phase now of, of that engine, trying to produce it, dyno it. And once we finish that, it has to go to Queenslander Supercars and they dyno it again and homologate it, mm -hmm. strip it down and send it back. And then we've got to make enough to get to the first race. So that's going to be an ongoing um, workload for us to get the engine right where it needs to be. And then the chassis build is another big thing for everyone at work designing everything to be able to change to the new shape and yeah. the new shape of the Mustang that we've seen this year will be slightly modified for next year so from a team point of view everyone's really Busy. flat stick yeah. yeah and for me personally um, I'm off to um, uh, Europe in a, in a week or so to do some testing and um, try and progress myself as a driver with some coaching and stuff as well so yeah. okay. uh, and, and hopefully if we if we manage to do okay there's a couple of events before our season starts as well so it's a it, it, all around it's going to be quite a busy off season so not much of an off season hey no, no not really just well that's um, that's one thing that's always fascinated me a little bit about V8s is um I sort of I had a, um, a conversation with Fabian Coulthard once, and we were just sort of hanging out at, at, at uh, like at a bar in Melbourne, and we were talking about pre-season, off-season, and, and you know you want to compare. I guess it's apples to oranges, right? But motocross and supercross, like our guys are on the bikes, you know, months before boot yeah. camp, they're riding three yeah. or four times a week. Um, with you guys, obviously, with, with the whole V8 side of things, it's not as easy just to get out and pound laps in a car day after day. So no, a lot of people try and use simulators and that. I'm not. I'm probably at the over the over the hill with age as far as it really getting stuck into that. <laughs> it's good to learn a track, but it doesn't teach you the car. So you're dead right. We can't jump on the in the car three three or four days a week and test it. And that's a real issue for us going from one manufacturer to another uh, because yeah, sure. we've got a lot of carryover parts, but we need to understand what the aero does in all the phases of the corner and. and what we need to change on our existing package to get the most out of that you know so if we've got a little bit more front grip coming into the corner and the rear is unstable then we need to change what you know the springs and and all the settings that we've got to try and calm that down and get the most out of it so we're not going to have that chance we're going to go into next year there's a test day for the whole sport at tail and bend before the first round mm -hmm. unfortunately that track um, tends to make the car behave very differently yeah. to, to anywhere, anywhere else we yeah. go so we really need a test day at least before that and if we do that that's two test days out of the three gone that we're allowed to do all year so well, that yeah. becomes really difficult for us we're gonna have to do a lot of um, finding our feet as we go through the first few races as, as to what the car's going to do. So during the off-season really how many times would you find yourself driving the actual car before going into the first round? Uh, once, maximum twice. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's See, like, us guys, the off-season are really, we're allowed to ride, you know, any day we want, obviously. So I couldn't even imagine that's, that that's must be pretty full on, having to hop in a car that you don't really yeah. even know. Yeah, absolutely. So there's, you know, all the internals will be the same. It's just what what, what it does and trying to yeah. maximise that. So when we go to a race meeting, you're only going to get your two half an hour practice sessions to get the car sorted. So one half an hour practice session basically means three maximum four runs on the track of two laps each yeah. so probably two changes by the time you do a, a baseline step down of the tyre so you're going to get the chance to do two changes on that car um, in two sessions so that's a total of four before qualifying and there's about three three million different setup possibilities with a car so you really got to have everything in order before you get there so there's a big challenge there there's you know simulators for drivers but there's also um, simulation software that we can plug in all the settings of the car and try and gain an understanding of that and also can um, compile that with the um, aero map that you can get from doing some CFD of the car. So that yeah. that's where it's all very expensive and a little bit hit and miss, but yeah. that's where everything's heading now. All your testing's done on a computer. Wow. That's impressive. And uh, <laughs> I guess talking about, you know, what you spoke about earlier with the technology, the car is progressing. At this point, um, you know, you're a team owner, uh, you have a lot of different hats to wear. Is it, is it more car than driver at this point, or where do you think it lays at as far as a percentage? Uh, at the moment, it's more team and, and car than anything yeah. um, and so but I'm doing that right now so that when it gets to the point where we're at the track all that's out of the out of the window and I can focus back on driving because there's yeah. a lot of young guys out there that 
have no family and no nothing apart from driving the car and yeah. that's all they care about and that makes a difference in my opinion you know, the, that last tenth of a second that you need to find is is in having the right um, you know, you've been in the right state of mind at that point so um, you know I've got to put the hard yards in right now to get to the first round and care nothing about anything but driving that car yeah I tell you what uh, I can tell we've got a V8 supercar star in the house because we've got an umbrella and a lovely lady <laughs> behind and holding it for us <laughs> I wonder if this stays once uh, he checks out I'm not sure <laughs> Taking it back to Supercross, uh, we have obviously some of the best riders in the world here. Who's your picks for tonight? I don't know. I don't know it well enough to to, to pick it. But obviously, been in supercars now for 18 years. So you know the names that you've got here, Ricky Carmichael, and and, and the Chad Reeds of the world is certainly what we grew up with. Yeah, so you'd, yeah, be, you'd sure. be aware of that level of yeah. era of yeah, uh, superstar, abso- right? Absolutely. I mean, that's that's pretty cool. I've got my young guy coming along a bit later, and so to be able to show him this event the activations that you've got and those riders it's pretty cool I was yeah, talking yeah. to him in the car on the way up about the, the big names and he um, he's already repeating Chad Reed back to me so oh, that's, a good, that's yeah. a good sign so I'm um, looking forward to showing him all that stuff a, a bit later um, like you say it's names that I've grown up with so it's pretty cool for me to be to be here and awesome. yeah, yeah, for sure. that is for sure and obviously we've got uh, got your car just over there um, yeah it's, looking it's, a little um, bit uh, like it's seen a bit better days off that last round there's a few few dings and scratches on it yeah so it, that's a pretty pretty cool thing pretty proud to bring it here in that state actually it, it looks a bit second hand but that has rolled off the track last weekend and in its last ever race in a in that format um, it's still got the rubber marks on it and everything literally as it rolled off the truck all we've done is drain the fuel out it's the tyres on the car that as we finished absolutely everything's as we finished so it's not very often you get to see a, a supercar um, as it's rolled off the track um, turned up like this normally there's show cars here um, and the real cars back at the workshop having um, you know get, getting stripped having the engine redone and, and progressing for the next one so it's yeah, a, a lot of the fans that have rolled through already have been really excited that the car is like genuine uh, I guess you could say from the race condition and yeah. they didn't want to see it all polished and ready to go they wanted to see uh, rubber marks how you got yeah. out of it from the yeah. last round you can tell how fast it was as well because there's not much damage around the front but a whole heap around the rear so obviously I was just holding everyone up yeah. <laughs> they're getting stuck Play, in the roadblock so. yeah. <laughs> no. um, so hey obviously this is the uh, Castrol's um, Ozex Open uh, pitch show here on the Inside uh, Network and uh, you know talk about Castrol a little bit big part of your program yeah. um, over the years and, and especially right now so uh, you know talk about those guys a little bit yeah I'm pretty I'm, I'm pretty proud actually to have the association with Castrol it's been one that's um um, been a, a huge part of my entire career. So I've been in supercars 18 years now, and I won obviously lucky enough to win Bathurst 03, 04, and Castrol were a part of those those wins um, all the way back there. So to have yeah. them, when we started our own team of Kelly Racing 11 years ago, they were on board from the from the word go. Obviously, we took over Larry Perkins' facility as well, and they were a very um, good supporter of his. So we've had them on board that entire time, um, and they do do a lot of work with us on the. Um, on the fluids inside the car that we use so yeah. the, en- the engine oil that is specially developed with us um, for that Nissan engine and you can actually buy that I think in the shop as well so it's been a big part of what we do on the technical side but for ha- to have them step up to naming rights two years ago was a proud moment for me obviously because you want to be associated with brands and represent brands that you're passionate about and that you use in your everyday life and they're certainly for me one of those whether it's on the motorbike at the farm obviously the background for us is construction and earth moving as well and the vineyard so pretty much the the product they they um, have um, is in every aspect of my life and that's what's cool even my little uh, five-year-old on his his bike now use the same product so it's 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 cool to have it um, like a holistic a, approach so to yeah, speak yeah. Yeah. so yeah, you awesome. can turn up and represent someone that you're really passionate about and and the team here are pretty good as well and this is a, a great example of that we've got the actual supercar here and you can come and touch and feel and, and sit in it and and talk about it with those guys and that's just how they operate their entire business so it's it's a great brand to be a part of it is now it's great to see those guys you know making a push back into the the, the motorsport sorry the motocross and and yeah. i guess the, the you know the power sport side of things with yeah. the with everything Absolutely. and it's good to see you here too mate we, re- we appreciate you taking the time to come on the yeah, show but it's, um, yeah i think uh, probably won't take up too much more of your time rick i yeah. think we'll let you yeah, get back no to uh, stand near the car and talk yeah to, talk meeting to and greeting and the fans and taking photos and uh, yeah and being sure. rick kelly i appreciate you yes, having me on. thanks yeah. very much thank you no very worries, much. mate hey thanks for your time and thanks. um yeah i hope you enjoy thank the you. show tonight thanks a lot yeah can't wait to get in there yeah awesome Thanks. So the fans out there and those listening at home, make sure you go out and get yourself some Castrol Power One. Yeah, it's check uh, out that Power One range. Like we said, uh, between the Power One range and the consumables range that, uh, you know, you grease 
and every other type of lubricant it's, that uh, Castrol got yeah, covered. Yeah. It's, it's approved uh, by the Kelly brothers, so I mean, it must be good. <laughs> That's right. right. But um, hey, guys, this is the Ozex Open Castrol Pit Show coming to you on the Inside Dirt Network. And uh, like now, we are outside here at the pit party at Marvel Stadium. And um, a lot of fans coming through AD. We are at the Castrol oh, Activation. We've got Rick Kelly's V8 supercar right over there. You can go get a photo with Rick and. Uh, and then jump in his car and take a feel of it. And uh, you can also yeah. grab some photos with the lovely promo girls over here, get yourself some stickers. You can jump on Ricky Latimer's uh, YZ250. Yeah, that he's racing tonight, guys. It's, I mean, yeah, this do is that? <laughs> I mean, how often do you get to ride or hop on a bike that's riding tonight? That is true. Um, I'll tell you what, my dad, if he was here, he'd be stoked. I mean, V8 supercar guys like Rick Kelly, um, Ken Waters, how unreal is that? Joe's on his phone. No, sorry, I'm uh, <laughs> <laughs> multitasking is not my strong point. But yeah, th that's cool because, you know, the, like I said, this event, it's got a lot of cool crossover application. And um, talking about crossover right now, sorry guys, I'm trying to multitask and it is definitely not a strong point of mine. Useless. But uh, we have a previous AusX Open rider factory uh, racer at different times during his supercross and motocross career and he's uh, now racing the uh, done a lot of years in the off-road world and now he's a desert racer that's uh, Jack Simpson Simo come on up mate we'll have a quick chat just throw that down there Bill. you good copy <laughs> <laughs> Simo welcome mate thanks for coming on the uh, Castro Ozex Open Pit Show oh, thanks for having me well good mate you know, I was thinking who can we get on the show that uh you know, obviously there's a lot going on, but you've got a lot of experience racing so many different uh, disciplines. I tell you what, I bet you, I bet you wish they would have had uh, Marvel Stadium on the schedule when you were racing Supercross. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> no, it, it's going to be a good night, and um, yeah, looking forward to it. Now, uh, what's been going on, Jacko? Obviously, this is kind of the off-season for you right now, but a big season so far with uh, Fink and Hatter and everything. Yeah, um, funny you say that. I started training the last couple of weeks. Um, yeah, just I'll be more ready than I was last year and yeah, ready to do similar racing. So I'm going to probably do a little bit more motocross at the start of the year. Might uh, show me face, do a couple of MX Nationals early early in the piece. I know you talked about doing Supercross this year. What happened with that? Um, I, I had a couple of, well not commitments, but I had a couple of ideas to go overseas and um, sort of start. I want to become a stuntman, sort of. Yeah, we've been you've been talking about that for years. Yeah, so I had I had a few ins on that. So, but yeah, a couple of things popped up and I couldn't really get there. And I I said to Dad, I said, oh, we, we could do Melbourne Supercross. He goes, as him, you know him, he's old school. He's <laughs> yeah. like, no, you're either doing the whole series or you're not doing it at all. I yeah. said, yeah, no, fair enough. You're not going out there to win. That's big, it, big Simo. No, yeah, it's it. um, maybe one year we'll get it done. Be cool to see you back out here. I mean, yeah. you've still got plenty of skill on a bike to be able to do it. Yeah, well. Yeah, I'm, I'm not that old yet, so <laughs> I could probably um, get away. I'll, I'll just, I'll, I sort of, my career, I've just been playing it by year lately um, with what racing I want to do. I, I definitely want to be a racer. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, sort of get my life set up um, financially and whatnot. And then, yeah, like now that I'm in a pretty good spot, um, I'll do the, yeah, thinking how to, that's what I'm contracted to do. Yeah. Um, could start off. Uh, next season with a little bit of motocross sort of get the fitness right up there bang those two races the big ones in the middle of the year and then i'll have plenty of time even to yeah do supercross season uh, next year so um let's take a step back now and and you know talk about the event a little bit simo like man this is uh you've been to the states you've seen the supercrosses over there this is next level this is on par with anything i've ever seen as far as ama and obviously you know andy lived in the states for he's basically an american at this point <laughs> um, but this is right on par with anything I've seen worldwide. It really is. Yeah, easy. Um, even Bailey, like pretty much any event that he does at AME management and their whole crew, um, even like back in their early days, because I've known those blokes forever. Um, uh, they had the, the Mini SX. Can you remember those little Yeah, way back blokes? in the day, yeah. So That's where it all they, started, yeah. Even they, they, they were run so well, and everyone would always praise them about how good... Uh, those events were and then it's just it slowly got it slowly built up and then yeah badly done i was actually at his first sydney um Super. that was 2015 yeah, well, that you you raced that year, yeah, yeah i think i ended up six yeah, that's right um, you did you did really well yeah, yeah. won the semi six there um in sx2 right yep yeah and i think i, I yeah, definitely easily top 10 that whole um the 250 season that year in uh, 15 and then yeah it was a little bit stale um 
over motocross and supercross at the time because I've been doing it for so so many years beforehand. And then, yeah, I just tried the off-road stuff and then the off-road stuff led into the desert stuff and now, yeah, I'm sort of a... I know they call me Jack of all trades. Yeah, it's in, <laughs> it's in the name, right? Jack of all yeah, trades. But So, hey, Simo, you got plenty of experience when it comes to watching the races and, and, and the fast guys. Let's talk about SX1 for a minute, Andy, Jago. Let's do it. Let's talk about the night first. Who's the top three pick? Well, you're going to have Clout. He's going to be going for it. Like, I've raced him my whole career. Yeah, you have. You guys came up together. Yeah, hey? for sure. Yeah. Um, and he's, he's not going to leave anything on the table. Um, Anderson is world class, as we know. Yep. He's won the championship two years ago and um, always a top contender. So he's going to be he's going to be your best um American import yeah. um, that's going to definitely do some uh, damage. And then, yeah, you've, you've still got Reardon um, and obviously Brayton, my teammate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, on the uh, on that Honda factory race that's set up there. Mm. But um, So who's your pick? You kind of danced around that a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Who's, who's the top three? We want who's the top, top three? three? All right, all right. We're not on the dance floor right so now. Top three in Melbourne or top three in the championship? We'll go top three tonight Melbourne. at yeah. Melbourne yeah. and then we'll go top three championship. All right, Jason Anderson. I'm, I don't want to be... Bias, but <laughs> but uh, it'd be good to see an Aussie win the um, the series. The series, so yeah. Clout for second, and then Brayton third. Okay, all right. You um, don't think Reedy's going to factor into the top three? Chad Reed. Yeah, yeah. Well, he we, was a bit a bit sore in New Zealand. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he didn't obviously. He went out for that first heat race. It didn't didn't end well. So hopefully, we can. Yeah, no. I mean, he was he was out there. I saw him in practice a minute ago. He was definitely doing more than circulating. Like he looked good. Yeah. No, they always say never count him out. So yeah, I won't be counting him out for a, definitely a top five. At least. Who's your top three pick, AD, for SX1? Well, I'm trying to think what I said at uh, the AMX <laughs> shop in Epping, but I'm two days sure, ago. <laughs> yeah, two days ago. But I want to say that... We haven't um, put that one out yet on the pod, so... Well, I, then you're hearing it first. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with, obvious. I think uh, Anderson with the win. Um, I want to go Brayton second and maybe Hill. Yeah, maybe yeah. Hill. Uh, uh, everyone's counting him out, and he he rode pretty good, I think, in New Zealand. He got a top, he got a top three. I mean, he got third in one of the races, and I think that he's got the speed to do it, and I think he's got the raw speed to do it. So, um, you know, it's going to be interesting. There's a lot of competition. You got, you know, Savachi, you got Reed, you got Brayton, you got, you know, there's yeah. so yeah, it's such so a stack class well, that anyone could win at the top. That's, that that's where I got a bit tough before. <laughs> I was like, well, I can't. It's so hard to. Yeah, yeah. Know, Put a name there because it could just change Anyone. like that. So uh, I'll throw a spanner in the works there. Savachi went down in first practice oh. in a big way. Oh, big way. Uh, he went off with the race safe medics. Um, I hope we see him back. But yeah, there's the, the best to him, hey? There's a three on out of the whoop section, and, yeah. and yeah. he didn't get all the way on and had to jump oh. off, and it was a pretty big hit. So okay. I really do hope that we're able to, um, you know, able to see him back out there. So all right, um, who have you got? Who have I got tonight? <laughs> it's going to go Jason Anderson. And then it's going to go um, Josh Hill. Ooh. And then, oh, man, it's so hard to say. Come on, let's do Come it. On, I know. Man, you've been around I know, season it's, it's my show. I can give you guys that. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd say it's going to go Anderson, Hill, and then it's either going to be Brayton or Clout, and whoever it is is going to get the title. Which that's that's my opinion. You want a top three? Come that's on. That's cool. Right, well, I've got to be patriotic and say it's going to be... Well, I'm not actually Australian, <laughs> but I can say patriotic. It's going to be... All right, Cloudy gets third. All right. There Cloudy gets third, gets title. Brain gets fourth. That's your top three. And Ridden gets fifth. You heard it first from JS... Uh, JS underscore Joe Stevens. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there it is. Yeah, that's, that's what it. I'm thinking. All right, so let's switch it over to SX2 because um, that is going to be... Look, and don't forget, we've got the Triple Crown format going on. We've got three... It's three eight-lappers for SX2, three ten-lappers for SX1. Three gate drops. This track is full size. There's a lot of time for stuff to go wrong on the opening lap. Yeah. But I think for the first time this season, we're going to see the length of a track where if one of the elite guys goes down at the beginning, he's probably going to be able to find enough time to get back to a fifth or a fourth. If, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if Anderson or Hill goes down, they're going to be able to get back through. Mm. Do you think? Oh, man, it's tough to say, man. I, like, I haven't really had a good look at the track. I think that it's really going to depend what the track ends up like, whether it's skatey or rough. No, nah, you know. the, the track is tack city. Really? Well, I, I don't know where they got this dirt from, but it needs to go to every uh, every event, every motocross track in Victoria because it's next level. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's. I, I think the elite guys are going to have this environment. They're going to have a step above of most of the Aussie guys yeah. uh, outside of, like, Clout and Reardon and, and that level of Australian rider. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I guess I class Medi as a, a international, even though he's a, an Aussie. Yeah. Um, 
maybe Betty will factor into that top five yeah, too. That's you know? what I'm saying. There's so yeah, I mean, geez, sucked, he got you know? third overall at um, Auckland, right? Was he yeah. second always overall? Always steps it up on a, on a big event, like always. a big, big, big stage. And we had him on the podcast show just a few weeks ago talking about Auckland and, and basically saying how much he stepped up and yeah. and his experience at AMA and international level. It, I think it helps a lot. But So SX2, um, Osby and Blows going for the title. Osby's got a four-point um, lead over Blows. Um, Jacko, your teammate there with Chris Blow, so we know who, be, who you'll be rooting for on the Honda. For sure. But um, what do you think, Andy? Does uh, Osby get it done, or do you think that Blow's is going to come through and get it done? I, uh, You know what? I hope Osby gets it done. I, I like the guy. Uh, I've known him for a, a He was while, your you know. teammate yeah. for about, uh, about what was it, one testing session last one year? One testing <laughs> session, yeah. So, yeah <laughs> on, I, the uh, race, on the race I got to back him, you know. <laughs> so I'm going to say... We're boys. We're boys. <laughs> For the cha- are we talking championship or are we going to talk? Well, we'll do the same. We'll start yeah. with tonight right, in tonight. SX2. Who's your picks for tonight? I'm going to go with Oldenburg for the win. I'm yep. going to go with uh, Osby second. And I'm going to go with... Uh, Come on, man. All right. I'm going to go with uh, maybe Blows for third. Okay. See, I think... Actually, no. Jet Lawrence for third. Boom. There it is. <laughs> All right, I, I'm going to be... Oh, Jet, Jet. Jet. What do you, yeah. you think of Jet Lawrence, Jacko? I haven't seen like I, I haven't seen him since he was in Nappies. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Like, but pretty much. He was, he was breakdancing and stuff when I last yeah. seen him, and I haven't seen him ride for, like, yeah, how long? It's probably been 10 years or something. Yeah, I think... It's been a while, hasn't it's it? It's been so, a long time. I mean, time. he looks I, so... Of course he's going to be... He's going to be fast and he's going to be good. But the question is, it's his Hell first good. professional Supercross exactly. debut, whatever you want to call it. Um, that's a big uh, That's a big task I as just, far as I just nerves. hope he has a really good... Um, just a, a good day, if that makes sense. As in, no rookie no mistakes. Crazy stuff no crazy No, just nothing crazy. Just have a solid day and get, get, get the bike over the finish line and... Um, in third. Yeah, yeah. Third. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's going to be fast. There's no doubt about that. I think Jets, because I mean, saying it's his first big event is, you know, it's he, he just came from Monster Cup, right? Yeah, so exactly. He won it. It, it was in the rookies class. It was in the amateurs. It wasn't yeah. in in the pros. But I, I, this is my prediction for Jet. He's either going to win or he'll really. Be, I, I think at least he wins a moto. Okay. Yeah. But I think Blos and Osby and those guys, when it comes time to park and run, you know, hit and run in them turns and get yeah. it, get it done for the championship. Yeah. I just think he'll. Um, I don't know if we'll factor into the overall. Yeah. So I'd say my pick's going to be probably, uh, I think Blos is going to win tonight. Yeah. Yeah. I think Blos is going to win. I think Osby's going to get second uh, and get the championship. Yeah. Um, Because I think he'll win it by what? One point if that happens. Yeah. Yep. And uh, yeah, so 87, 83. So basically. um, Mate, it's so hard because I'm just looking through the list of riders. We've got Aaron Tanty, 80, 80 points, like seven points behind. He's in third. You got Jay Wilson there that, you know, he could do anything at any time. Um, you know, and who you got? You said you had... So I, I think uh, it's going to be Blows for the win. It's going to be Tanny... Uh, sorry, it's going to be Osby for second to win the championship. Yeah. And I think you could see Tanny get on the podium. Oh, yeah. sure. I think Oldenburg's been crazy fast, but he just the consistency with the start starts. But yeah. they're on that steel grate tonight, which oh, is going to well. suit the Americans. Yeah, it will. It will, for sure. And Jacko, you know the Hondas are fast getting out of the gate. For sure. Um... I actually, to be honest, I haven't really seen too much of those boys ride. Obviously, I haven't been to any of the events. Yeah. Um, but going off, yeah, the the point standings, like Tanny, I've raced him before, and he he does he's not shy of um, trading some plastic. No, not, he is not. I know. At all. I can see that he's still seven points off. Um, he's gonna yeah, he'll be right up in the mix tonight. Um, yeah, I think Tanny, he's been such a feel good story this season. He has, man, for sure. He's put in the work. Like, yeah. He really has, and uh, um, all right. So, so all that's right. that's for third, I reckon, Danny. Yep. And then, yeah, you got Chris Blows. Hopefully, he wins. Um, you think that'll be good for us <laughs> for sure? Yeah. Do you think Jay Wilson uh, factors in and gets a, heat, a main 100%. event win because ja- he's done that at the last two rounds? Yeah. yeah. Like if he gets a start, I think Jay wins a main event. Jay yeah. um, Jay goes off confidence, so like if he is having a good day, he well, will come yeah. in swinging. If he was to win main event one, like. There you go. It, it, it could happen. The it, momentum. Bang, bang, snowball. bang. I mean, Jay's a good... Geez, I remember you guys trying to kick each other off your bikes uh, down the Swan Hill. We've had clashes. <laughs> straight at the MX Nationals. <laughs> we've yeah. had clashes. But yeah, we've, <laughs> I haven't actually seen Jay for a good couple of years. I bump into him here and there and say good day. But I'd, um, I'll try and um, catch up with him this weekend and 
I'll yeah, tell you what, uh, talk old stories. <laughs> yeah, you got that's always stuck in my head. You go over that scrub jump at Swan Hill, and then you're heading down that start straight, and you're just literally throwing limbs at yeah. one another. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, though, I mean, it depend. It, it, it really doesn't matter who gets uh, first, second, or third. I tell oh, you what, these guys at Marvel Stadium today are going to be Thanks, in for an absolute show. Yep. We've got some, of the, as I said earlier, we've got some of the best riders here. In Thanks, mate. Melbourne at the moment. I mean, these guys are from America. You've got guys from all over Australia. And they're the fastest. These are guys that yeah. are some of the fastest in the world at Supercross, you know? These guys are going to be in for a show. That's all I can say. Yeah, I think there's... I'm excited. This is why I'm excited about this event. There's a lot of fans, obviously, of the sport. There's a lot of riders and, and guys in the industry. There's also a lot of new people that I'm seeing here and, and even having... Which is good. It is good, you know? Sure. You have the V8 guys up on stage like we just did, and there's a lot of fans that they... I think they're more into that side of the motorsports world, but they're crossing over into our world as far as moto and supercross, and that's massive to me because mm. that crossover audience is what we're chasing, right? So yeah, Absolutely. Um, but speaking of the V8 guys, I, I need to find out whether we've got um i think we've got another guest coming up soon i just got to see where he's at and that's obviously cam waters i'll try and get an update with where cam's at in just a second if uh, you and jacko want to have a bit more of a chat for a minute and yeah, for uh, we'll sure. go from there for sure so jacko you were talking about doing some uh you, you're actually in the middle of your pre-season kind of thing coming into the right at the start now yeah. so pre-season has literally only started two weeks ago so yeah. that's just from started running the roads i haven't even been in a gym yet just slowly getting the body back up before I sort of start punishing it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So for the guys, um, you know, listeners of the podcast and the fans here today, what kind of is your startup season? What, what, what are you kind of starting to do? Just riding or motos and gym? What, what? Yeah, well, because our season is really, it's actually June and July. Yeah. Like, it's right in the middle. So everyone's still racing now, which I've already had two, two three months off. Um, I just, I always just keep trying to ride because... Yeah. If I you sort of get a bit rusty in yeah, a way, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's funny like you've, you've been doing it your whole life, but then if you have a full month off or a, or even nearly two months, yeah. you start feeling rusty. So I just I try to ride once or twice a week. Yeah. Uh, sorry, once or twice every couple of weeks. Yeah. And then yeah, as soon as it starts building up, then obviously you're riding way more, you're training way yeah, more. Of course, and, yeah, of course. Just as get, you know, get like, your ride back in and. Pretty much. So I don't know. Like even I think it was a month and a half ago or something. I just rang um, Cam Sinclair up and this is like. What are you doing? He goes, oh, well, I'm going to have a ride. I said, sweet, I'll come around and hit the ramps. Like Perfect. Just, yeah, there's, yeah. No, there's no real major rush because our, our think um, pre-season, like the, the training and all that, because that we've got to be physically fit, but then once you get up, there's a whole new ball game. Like you just yeah. go do Ks, and that doesn't really start until February because the track, they have rain and whatnot, and you get water ruts and bits and pieces and, like, kickers the size of... Um, <laughs> you could lose a ute in them or whatever. Oh man, serious. And yeah, you got to yeah. be careful because if you like, I've had a few moments up there, like many moments, but. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, you, one, didn't you break your back and puncture your lung oh, exactly, and everything yeah. else? Yeah. So the, the track, you'll, you'll think dead smooth, and then the very next year, mate, that is the roughest part Completely of the different. track. Um, you just got to be super careful. The first few runs, you got to really have a look yeah. at what what's going on because us um, as bikes, we come over the line the year before hopefully in the top five yeah there's still 600 bikes to come after yeah, yeah, and yeah. also it's the last like you're all in race mode so you're just you're focused you're not really worried you know exactly where you're going and then yeah. you forget about it for three four months yeah yeah and you, go, and you have to get back oh, on God, it again I, and go i got to go back up there and yeah, yeah. try not to hit that stump that i noticed yeah. when i was coming home you know what i mean last yeah. year yeah a lot to remember for sure and yeah. i think um same as what we just said to rick like you you know rick coming from the v8 world they're doing crazy hundreds and hundreds of kilometers an hour and trying to hit their mark so to yeah. speak you know what it's like in supercross you're not going that fast you know your top speed's probably only 40k <laughs> an hour but your precision through the rhythms but for, for what you do and um you know the off-road speed that you guys are hitting i mean what's think high speed for you guys well, we get on on the dirt about 170 175ks and then if you hit a hard um clay, hard square edge or something no, no no not so much that more like a hard clay clay section yeah you could you, you'll wind it out like it like you're on asphalt and yeah we've done 184 on a dirt bike on the road like wow. as in on on that yeah, hard on that. clay yeah yeah um and yeah it's it's more the diesel because you, when you go on that fast and you shut it off it acts like you're like a kite yeah so it, you don't i don't even use the brakes really you just you, just you back off and you stand, you stand up. up and yeah. then it'll really slow you down and then because you're in such a tall gear and you have a bit of a moment you've got no initial crack or like power to get help out you out. You know, yeah, when yeah. people say when you when you get out of control when you're in doubt pen it out, yeah. it out. <laughs> so can't do that when you're trying yeah, to decelerate so that's, that that's quickly the, yeah that's the scary part 
All right, Jacko. Well, hey, thanks for coming on the show, mate. Appreciate you giving us a bit of a insight, Good and uh, we'll let you get back to enjoying the pit party. Thanks, and um, yeah, we'll speak soon, buddy. We'll do. Enjoy it. All right, Jack Simpson. There coming on the uh, Castro Oils Australian, uh, sorry, Ozex Open pit show here on the Inside the Network. Um, yep. If you guys out there in the crowd, make sure you come check out this Castro activation. You can uh, meet Rick Kelly over there and also jump in his V8 supercar and uh, meet and greet, get your photos, do whatever you need to do there. And uh, that's a real awesome and awesome, awesome initiative <laughs> from the guys at Castro. Obviously, the promo girls are out there. Get your photo with the lovely ladies. Grab yourself some uh, stickers and whatnot. And um, AD, let's bring our next guest on. That is our SX2 competitor and uh, Castro rider, Ricky Latimer. Throw that headset on there, buddy. All right, mate. How you doing? Yeah, good. How, how about yourself? <laughs> yeah, just, I mean, look, we're just soaking it all up. Uh, we're out here at Marvel Stadium. The pit party's going on. Yep. Yeah, what more fun. could you want, right? I know. It's pretty cool. It's like, uh, I mean, I wish we had more races like this, hey? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess that's the goal. Yeah. The end game, right? I yeah, think, I think the guys are working towards it, but... Uh, I think the season so far, give me your perspective, I think it's been a really positive Supercross season so far. Yeah, no, I think it's been pretty good. I mean, I've only done three Supercross seasons so far, so I'm still pretty new to it. But, uh, you know, I definitely think it's been getting better and better. Um, you know, races like, like this weekend are going to be, you know, pretty cool. You know, it's pretty awesome to be able to be a part of a weekend like this. So, yeah, no, I mean, overall the series, you know, it's I think it's getting better and, um, you know, it's it's been fun. So yeah, It's growing and stable and this has got to be a cool feeling for you guys, having your uh, team bikes on display with the Castro livery all over it. And um, what's your official team title? I always uh, forget to ask that. <laughs> uh, no, just TLR. Yeah, so TLR. Okay, just, yeah, what just does that stand for, though? Just Team Latimer Racing. Yeah, okay, so, I uh, thought so. I yeah, thought so. It's yeah. my uh, sort of old man's uh, team name from when he was racing cars for all those years and Speedway yeah. and that. So we just carried it on into the bikes and kept yeah. it going. So. And I, I've never, it's funny because I've been around the MX Nationals for a really long time and, and so have you guys as a family, but I've never really spoke about your, or had a chance to talk to you guys much about your team dynamic. Like you run your own program and, and it's a family team, but it's really professional. You have some great partners like with yeah. Castro and Yamaha and everything. And um, you know, talk about that a little bit. How does that go for you guys? Uh, yeah, I mean, it works pretty good. I mean, it's, it's hard to sort of like, all these years ago, we sort of we wanted to do it the right way uh, to try and be as competitive as we could be, um, and, and try and do the best we could. So we, we sort of tried to get on board with, you know, the right people, the right brands, and I mean it, it's it's a little hard to get support in this sport at the moment. Yeah, so it's it a little is, tough. Yeah. It's not easy. It, no, I think yeah, it's just going through a little bit of a tough time with that sponsorship yeah. side of things. Yeah, I mean it's it's a little hard, but I mean. I have a great support network with, you know, especially like my family just go above and beyond, you know what I mean? Everything yep. they do for me and my brother is just absolutely unreal, you know, and they, they give us every everything they possibly can to give us the best chance at, you know, doing the best we can on the weekend. So, you know, we, we try to run our outfit as close to what, you know, all the big teams do. Mm. Um, you know, we try to, you know, do, do everything just like they do, just to ensure that, you know, there's there's nothing left on the table at the end of the day, and you know, having guys like Cashel and that jumping on board and uh, fly, you know, Bridgestone, all those guys, like they help us out that much. It isn't funny, so you know, it's it's really good. Um, it's cool that you have that network, and, and you look yeah. at even your like Rick Kelly's V8 supercar over there, but that that somewhat is it's his team. He owns it. It's like a almost like a family operation. Mm -hmm. So it's obviously on a, a bit of a bigger scale than a motocross supercross team. Yeah. But I feel that that's a major neglected area in our industry is having independent teams that it is obviously difficult to get funding but it, it is achievable yeah. and um you know you guys I, I think the way the the spending in the sport's going you know you've already seen certain brands dis dismantle their in-house program and they're outsourcing their factory programs and you know you guys have that that potential one day to when you go you know when you're done with racing you might be able to put another rider on or you know you, yeah. obviously the, the two of you guys are brothers right now yeah. but there's potential to grow, I guess, and stay exactly. involved, right? Yeah, I mean that's always been the that's always been the goal, you know what I mean? You know, race while we can, uh, you know, keep racing until we stop, you know, improving. You know, every yeah. year we get better, and we just want to keep getting better. Yeah. But you know, in the long run, you know, if we can, you know, race as long as we want to race, and then you know, be able to run a team in the future, and so that we can stay in the sport, you know, because yeah. me and my brother, our whole family, we just absolutely love the sport. Yeah. So you know, to be able to run a team one day and, and give um, other kids a shot. 
at being able to live their dream would just be, you know, unreal. So that's obviously the, the goal. So you, you're living in uh, Brisbane. You've got your own Supercross track up there. Uh, I know that you, you were talking just then about improvements. You spent a bit of time over in the States at Club MX doing some riding. Yeah, um, yeah. So we went over there the middle of last year and all that. And uh, That's right, yeah. I remember seeing that you guys were yeah. over there. Yeah, Justin uh, Brayton invited us over and yeah. let us work out of his sort of his shed at the facility there and, and yeah. work with him. And that was really cool, you know, it was an awesome experience and, and learnt a lot, yeah. um, you know, in all areas because they have the, the full setup with, uh, you know, the, the whole program with the training, Gym, the riding, food, the, training, everything. everything. Yeah, it's, um, it's a full thing. So it was really cool to go over there and see how they do that. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, come home and try to put it into play. Put it into yeah, practice yeah. over here. Yeah. I, I hear a lot of good things about your home setup too because that's where Justin and, and uh, Josh Osby have been riding this year, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, the boys have been riding out of there sort of the last couple of years and it's it's not too bad. I mean, we we like it. Um, it of has course. everything that we need. So is that <laughs> so your like actual home farm or is that yeah. a farm you guys just have the facility no, at? That's where we live. So like our house is literally um, 20 metres from the track. Oh, so, wow, there you yeah, go. Yeah, we literally ride out of the shed straight onto the track, do our motos and, and you know, go up. So it's perfect. That's you the dream. Saying, yeah, it's <laughs> living the dream. Osby and, and, and Brayton, they, they obviously do a lot of riding at your track. Yeah. Uh, how influential are they on your program from day to day? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're awesome, those guys. Like, I try to bounce as much off them as I can. Yeah. You know, I always, you know, just want to learn. Yeah. And they're really open to, you know, trying to help me. You know what I mean? Like mm. I said, I haven't been doing Supercross for that many years. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they, they sort of, you know, see me get better and, you know, are happy to give me advice and steer me in the right direction. And it's just, it's unreal, you know, to have them, you know, yeah. leading you in the right path is pretty cool. I guess so. one of those sure. deals, if Justin says, hey, we're doing a 15 or, hey, we're going to do some sprints, you're just yeah. like, yes, Justin. Yeah, that's right, it. Let's oh, get into you, it. You don't argue. So if they're <laughs> doing it, you do it. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. uh, good. That's good to see. And, you know, you guys can, you, you have a, a, a good little system where you got somewhere for them to base themselves and ride and you get to learn off of them. Like, it's a, a nice little balance there. Yeah, no, I think, it, um, I think it benefits both parties, you know, them as well, because it is hard to find tracks they like to stay on the sunny coast because uh, obviously it's so it's nice the best place to live yeah, yeah. Like it's, just, it's awesome i mean the sun's uh, out here in melbourne right now but yeah, give it yeah, five yeah, minutes it might change <laughs> yeah like they, they love it and so you know without our place it'd be really hard for them to find tracks to ride yeah so and and especially with our track they are able to base themselves out of our shed like mechanic wise you know brent's yeah. uses our you know, one of our work bays in our shed, we have a, a set up as close to a race shop as we can. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they obviously love that. And it offers them that environment like they're used to exactly. in America. Yeah, um, and I think they're pretty comfortable, you know, at our place now because they've been there for a while. And yep. so it just helps them feel, I suppose, a, a bit at, at home or com more comfortable than what they you know, would be driving every day to yeah, sure. yeah, drive, around, drive around the country and find tracks to yeah, ride on. But exactly. um, hey, so let's switch it up a little bit, Ricky. Now you've been out for first practice already, right? Yep. Um, Obviously still in one piece, which is great. Yeah, uh, that's it. How is it out there? Yeah, it's good. Uh, the track's a little deceiving. Like, it, the dirt looks amazing, but it's a little slippery. Yeah. Um, I think they, oh, when we were on track walk this morning, they were having to get water into it, mm. I think, to keep it yeah, good exactly. for tonight, right? That's right, yeah. So as long as they keep on top of that and let the water soak through, I think it'll be really good. So yeah. Um, yeah. How, uh, how are the rhythms? There's, there's two baseline rhythms that run lengthways of, mm -hmm. of uh, Marvel Stadium here. And uh, I think that one rhythm's a three, 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 four, maybe coming out the other side. Yeah, or? I mean, I I didn't do it. You didn't, no, <laughs> I definitely didn't go that. Maybe for the elite American yeah, uh, four fifty guys, but yeah, I think the top boys will probably be able to do that one. Yeah, um, but yeah, I think I think the rhythms are pretty good this weekend. Like, there's a few different options, and um, yeah, I think stuff's been you know built pretty good this round. So it's uh, yeah, it's pretty inviting actually. It's 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 fun. And how's that freestyle ramp um, finish line jump? Did you get a little? Uh, yeah, it's little a flutters going <laughs> up it on the first hit. <laughs> yeah, your, your sight lap, it's a little bit daunting, but uh, no, we got over it straight away. It was it was pretty good. Once you get get your timing right, it's yeah. pretty fun. So the down ramps are a little pointy. It a is steepish. Yeah. risky. Yeah. I tell you what, yeah. I, we, I was watching practice, and you know, it's funny, every practice session, you'd watch everyone. Yeah, it's almost like you wouldn't want to roll it the first lap. I yeah, would hate yeah, to roll yeah. out the first lap. You'd rather <laughs> just get it out of the way. Yeah. But then everyone goes through that rhythm the second lap, and they turn. You can just see their body language. You go, all right, yeah, here we go. Here yeah. we go. <laughs> and do Carmichael hit that thing on the first lap? Yeah. And did you see how long he oh, went? Oh, my God. I think he was still going up when the landing went, like, no yeah, way. he went so <laughs> high. Yeah, he was, he was trying to get it down. That's <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, so, yeah, I think a few guys, the nerves, because uh, that triple out the back, too, out of the turn, I don't think that's as big as people were thinking either. 
either. Nah, like I looked at it and thought it was maybe a little close, like, you know, a tight turn before it. I was like, oh, I'm probably going to have to hit that pretty hard. Yeah. And I, and I went pretty long my first time, so <laughs> yeah. it's a lot easier than it looks. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a lot of 450 guys uh, going all the way to the bum nearly. But, yeah, um, yeah so how... Uh, How's the results been for you this season, and, and uh, you know what's your expectations for tonight? Uh, yeah, I mean it's been okay. Uh, we would have liked to have done a little better at a few rounds, and uh, I mean you know it, it's been good. Like we're still top ten in the series. Like I think we're tenth right now. Tenth. We yeah, were ninth. Thirty-five points. Yeah, and look, so that, that's impressive this year because there's a lot of lot of good guys in SX two. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean if you took away uh, you know the, the few guys at the front, you know that aren't from here, a couple of American boys, you know we'd be even further up again. So yeah, as far as out of all the Australians. I mean, we're going okay, you know, so we're, we're pretty happy. Um, you know, considering where we started a couple of years ago with Supercross, where we, we were barely making main events, and then yeah. two years later I'm sitting top yeah. ten in the series and, and still sort of, you know, wanting more. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's pretty good, you know. Like, so, we're pretty happy with that. So running tenth in the series, 35 mm-hmm. points. You've got Reggie and Duffy in front of you on 41, so mm-hmm. six points difference. You see yourself getting to that, uh, you know, you're tenth now, obviously top ten, but yeah. you see yourself getting up more up uh, the I mean, order today? I would love to. You know what I mean? Like, I really want to, you know, get a, an awesome finish night, finish the year, you know, like an absolute banger. Yeah, yeah. And hopefully sure. jump up, you know, at least to sort of ninth or something. But, I mean, it's always a good night if you finish the night. You yeah, know what I mean? Mate, so, yeah, absolutely. Make, make points and... Uh, and the Triple Crown format, there's, there's so much potential for things to go very right, but also yeah, incredibly it's, wrong. It's hard because, especially, like, at Auckland and this weekend... Uh, the, the three motors are back to back like we don't have 250, 450, 250, 450 yeah you it's guys like are, we, yeah you break a bend a bar or a lever yeah. or something you don't even really have time to change it nothing so yeah. you're, you, if you bend your bike up in the first race well you're pretty dinged for all three yeah so it's hard yeah. but um, I mean it can go in your favour or it can go against you yeah that's, <laughs> I think um, yeah, the starts uh, I think the whoops are going to play a factor tonight I, I'm not sure I just got that vibe looking at them mm. like they, they don't look that gnarly, but man, consistency and getting them, get, hitting your marks every lap is going to be a big thing. Yeah, I found, um, I almost underestimated them a little bit. I thought they looked really easy. And I think then, a lot of guys did from practice. Yeah. You'd watch them like second or third lap through, go to get on top. Mm. and I think it's easy to hit them a little like too too fast. Like it, you sort of get in and go, oh, you know, I, I could go faster. And as you gas it more, you kind of overstep them because yep. they are almost a little maybe they're a little too easy at yeah. first so you want to come in really hard but then they catch you out yeah so because there's quite a, a long slick. run in isn't there like, yeah i always hated those sets of whoops as a rider like i like whoops out of a turn because you can just shift third or fourth and yeah. you know that it's just all in to get on top mm-hmm. but when you're coming off of a triple and you're like wait for it wait yeah. for it and yeah. then you miss one and it's like oh here we go like so yeah, what happened the last time you hit a set of whoops uh, yeah um that was it's uh to women's supercross and um i still don't have a ac on my left knee oh. yeah <laughs> and that was the third lap practice but we don't talk about that no you, you brought it up but uh that was why you don't make a comeback when you've been retired for a lot of, a lot of years <laughs> no that's uh no that's very true uh how, how did your um <laughs> Do we have to go through that again? How did well, your Supercross yeah, season go funny last year? because uh, my teammate saw me for about five minutes in the first practice <laughs> session, so yeah, <laughs> not very well. That's why we are hosting a podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, nah, Ricky, it's, uh, it's cool to, you know, you're talking about you growing, and obviously, like I said, I've been commentating and following the series for a long time, and watching you uh, progress your results, mm-hmm. you know, through motocross and Supercross over the last years, that's been a cool, cool little journey, man. I yeah. think you guys, are, you got a good program, and nothing happens quickly that's worth having and, and you guys are doing it the right way I think yeah, no thank you it's um it's been good you know that's like I was saying before as long as we uh, you know continue improving keep getting better every year you know that's all we really ask for you know so um, at the moment we're, we're pretty happy and we, we get better every year um, you know you can't really ask for much more than that so I mean we, we got sort of some pretty big hopes and plans for next year and hopefully um, everything goes the way that we're hoping it goes it yeah, <laughs> yeah, for, sure. for sure and uh, obviously this is the uh the Castrol Oils um, OzX Open uh, pitch show here on the Inside Dirt Network, and you know, once again, Castrol stepping up, um, supporting you guys in a big way for the OzX Open, yeah. and obviously yeah. a relationship you guys will be hoping to, to to build on and grow in the future. Mm-hmm. Definitely, hundred percent. All right, mate. Well, hey, thanks for coming on, yeah, and no, thanks um, for having me. Stay safe tonight. We'll hope to uh, hope to see you up front. Yeah, Go hopefully, work, man. Thank you very much. All right, thank you. All right, guys. Ricky Latimer there, coming to you uh, in between sessions. He's got a get back out on the track this afternoon and uh, and do his thing in the qualifying and then the, the main events but yeah, um yeah man pit party's going strong andy how cool is this it's pretty Honestly, cool mate. it's pretty it's sweet pretty, pretty cool we um, get to you know interview v8 supercar drivers 
We got Jack Simpson off road. We've got you know so much so so much talent up on this stage at the moment. Yeah, just between you and I, there's a lot of talent on the stage. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, speaking of uh, V8 supercar drivers, I do believe that Cam Waters is en route in just a minute. So um, we will keep the show moving until we can get Cam on in just a minute. Cam finished seventh this year. Cam, the, uh, yeah, and he's had su su say super cross or super cars. <laughs> yeah, he's had some strong finishes too. Didn't he finish the season in a big way? Yeah, he finished, uh, I believe, second. Um, in where was it? Yeah, the last round. I believe, let me have Newcastle, he finished second, Adelaide, he finished second, and uh, Auckland, we finished second, so. So whilst we're scraping the barrel and uh, waiting for guests to rock up, uh, we're going to grab our producer, roadie, everything in between, Darnell. Yeah. Darnell. yeah. Actually, co-host from last week, because Andy was too busy doing things. I think I was a better co-host. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that was the buzz on the gram, you know, I had the DM yeah. saying, keep Darnell on, keep Andy Darnell needs on. the boot. He, needs to get he can go down to, uh, you know. He can go down to producer. That's yeah. right. But, yeah, um, Donnell, so you're actually on the track tonight doing some different roles with uh, the race management crew. Yep. And um, how was practice, mate? What did it look like down there? Practice was wild. Yep. Uh, what we get three laps of practice in, and then uh, Jason Anderson just pulls out a triple, quad, quad, and then quad out into the finish line. So, so he did get that triple, triple, quad? Yeah, and then you start seeing guys like Luke Clout, Justin Brayton, everyone, like all your high, heavy hitters. Yeah. Start... Um, just yeah, yeah uncorking so. the track. Did you see uh, that crash with um, Savachi? I did. Man, that was it's not good. That it was, was a big one, eh? Pretty big get off. So you're heavily involved in the Supergrass series. You have been all, all year. You know what? What are, for the fans and the listeners out there? What what should we expect tonight? Tonight it's going to be a fast track. It's going to be good racing. Yeah. Just did you get a look at any lap times yet? I haven't looked at anything yet. No. Okay. I did. Oh, you got times there? I Sorry to cut you in. off. Yeah, you keep right. going, keep going. No, no <laughs> I just think we're in for some really, really good racing. This track is just going to be unreal. They've got enough moisture in it. The layout's just unbelievable, mm. and it's going to be fast. I Watch think it's going to be closer. Oh, yeah, that's going to yeah. be gnarly. Let's talk about that. What celebrities? I, I didn't really do my homework on that one. The one celebrity you got to watch is Jordan Degoey from the Collingwood Football Club. He's a bit he, of a legend, is he? He's a motocross racer. Oh. He used to do the Gippsland series. Yeah. No has way. a YZ450. He knows what to do. I didn't know that. He's your number one. He's going to send it then. He's going to send it. He just picked that one set up like it's a footy <laughs> and just run through the whoops. I can't believe they didn't put bigger <laughs> bars on it. Nah, like I think probably keeping them stock is the safest yeah. bet. <laughs> Tell you what, I went through a set of whoops not long ago on my 110, and boy, that is risky biscuits. I've been through a lot of things <laughs> on a 110, and it's never good. <laughs> yeah, straight up with that. You're the king of 110 injuries. Um, have you got some practice times, Andy? Let's get some practice times I up. do have some practice times. All right, so, uh, tell me a story. What's going on? Right now, number one, SX1. We're looking at Jason Anderson with a 45.074. In second place, we've got Justin Brayton, uh, 45. Uh, we've got Luke Clout with a 45.8. So, mate, times are close. I mean, 800 for the second to third. Wow. That's fast. Um, let's moving. read through the rest. All right, well, mate, you can read through the rest. Oh, I can read through? Okay. No, that's you. I can't actually see your screen. It's so bright out here. Uh, there we go. Brett Metcalf, fourth. Savaji, fifth. Dylan Long, sixth. Dan Reardon, seventh. Bopping, eighth. Josh Hill, ninth. Whiteman, tenth. Okay, so that's your top ten right there. That's it. Um, Hill and... Um, Josh Hill a little bit off the pace, but obviously just figuring this track out. It's hard. It's kind of hard to tell from practice. It was a little slippery out there for the guys too, because SX1 was first practice. Yeah. Well, he's another one that was uncorking that big triple quad line. So was it three, three, four? Or so they go three and then four over, four over, four out. That's four, big. four, 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 four. Because that that rhythm runs the whole length of this Marvel Stadium, and they're touching the ground three times. Yep. Tell you what, they, they are. Through there. They are letting the dogs out today. I tell you, it's the last round. They got to, hey. That's it. <laughs> just say letting the dogs out. They yeah. are. They're letting the big dogs eat. I'll tell you what. what we've got one point in the 450 championship dividing it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting, man. It's going to be the experience of Brighton in these arena, so, these stadiums versus the the youth youthful exuberance of Luke Clout. That's what it's going to be. So I'm, going to, I'm going to talk to you about SX2, right? Right. And some yeah, of let's see some SX2 times. Briefly, yeah. Aaron Tanty. Fastest in qualifying, uh, seated practice. Aaron Tanty was Aaron fastest in yeah. Wow. 45.6, so only six hundredths of a like, second. That's my I don't boy. Want, I don't that's want to my say boy. it, but I've been saying it all year. Aaron Tanty for the championship. He's the one Aussie in that title. Can you imagine if Tanty uh, won tonight? Yeah, mate. Uh, imagine Tanty Clout. and Clout. Oof. 
I think, the, I think the roof expect? would blow off yeah, of this right? Marvel Stadium if that was to happen. Mate, it would That's be insane. That's my pick for tonight. So let's Tanny. go. Tanny and Clout. All right. They're coming home with these titles. Hey, I, you know what? I'd love to see that, but I don't know if it's going to happen. But let's, uh, let's, let's see go. where it goes. Let's Second, see where it goes. We've got Chris Blows, 45-8, yeah. same time as Clout. Um, third, Mitchell Oldenburg. Fourth, Josh Osby. Fifth, Jay Wilson, Bradley Taft, Jet Lawrence. Jet Lawrence was a 47, so a couple seconds off the pace, but I mean, okay. what, it's first yeah, practice. It's first practice. Jet looked a little uneasy out there. I mean, the one that stood out to me through the whole 250 practice was Oldenburg. Yeah. Man, he had some good lines going. I think he's a, a dark, not a but dark horse, he's a championship guy, but he's a very good pick for tonight. Yeah, I think um, it's one of those deals where the American experience of those guys is going to shine through with the AMA size track here. Um, but Osby's one of those guys too, right? So as far as you got like basically Team Honda versus Osby at this point for the for trying to get in the way of the title, I guess you'd say. Well, that's the thing when you've got the Honda guys, when you've got two that can run up the front like that, that can play a massive part in this championship. We don't want to say there's sandbaggers or anything like that happening, but look, there's two red bikes on the track. It is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and then Conatini can play a factor as well with this championship. Yeah. You can get up front and put a bike between, say, Tanny and Blos or Tanny and Osby. Yeah, and I think that's where Lawrence is going to play into it. I think um, for for Tanny, like, he probably doesn't win, um, you know, the overall or he might win a final. Like, it's, it's hard to say, but as many bikes as you can get in between those guys, not intentionally, it's just the way it goes, right? Like, it's, they're all going for their outright performance, and that's where it lands. So... Uh, that is where it might end up as far as the guys well, who's your pick for tonight? Well, we've already been through that. Yeah. yeah. I missed yeah. that part. You missed yeah. out, man. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm saying <laughs> it again. Right. I'm all you're, you're, you're team all Tanny. the way. Yeah, team, team Tanny. Tanny all You've the been way. batting that drum all the season. I don't want to say I was right, but, you know, he took over the red You do want to say you're right. You do oh, want to say, right. say that. He yeah. said it it's again. a little bit of bragging. Yeah. But, um, hey, let's talk about what's going on here right now, Donnell. Obviously, we've got the uh, Castrol Oils um, Ozex Open. you got more fans than the riders out I here, Donnell. we got just how it is. People you taking know. photos. Yeah. we got high fives going on, yeah. shaking hands and kissing babies right here. That's it. It's the Ricky, I'm the Ricky Bobby of Australia. I want to say it. All right. If you're not first, you're last. Oh, man, this guy. But, but no, um, the Castrol setup out here is unbelievable. Yeah, we've had a lot, obviously, to do with the guys at uh, AMX and McLeods, and, and now we're obviously doing it this round with the, the Castrol Oils setup with the Ozex Open. Uh, show here on the Inside Dirt Network, and uh, man, you know, obviously you're heavily involved with um, the you know the AMX organisation and Castrol stepping up in a big way, jumping back into moto, and um, you know we've got their, got yeah, their oil sure. ranges behind us on display. You know the Power One Racing Range. Make sure you guys check that out for your power sports needs, dirt bikes, road bikes, sport in between. You They've got you covered. And um, you know the activation. Eight two seven four seven. There you go. That's the oil for you. That's all I you mean, need. that thing smokes, but I don't think it's the oil you've got. I think it's just the way you ride it because it doesn't get oiled out enough. But, um, 